Hello and welcome to Flamenco Attitude. This is the weekly podcast that brings you all things flamenco. And if you look at our history, our track record, as Marcos would say, so far, we have covered various topics, literally everything, not just music. Obviously, we have talked about the great artists of the genre, uh, one of them, Paco de Lucia. Uh, but we've also covered uh, literary figures. Uh, such as Federico Garcia Lorca. We've reviewed books. We've reviewed even food, if you'd like. Uh, and also flamenco cinema with um, the great Antonio Gadiz uh, being a lead actor uh, amongst a lead dancer as well. Today, we're going to cover a topic pretty much requested by uh, a member of the audience. Uh, and we're really grateful for that. We're really happy. Thank you so much for the interaction. Of course, before that, I would like to give our um, shout out to the new audience that I see popping up on our stats. So uh, hello, welcome, and thank you for listening to our new audience in Uzbekistan and in Serbia. Thank you so much for being there. Uh, we have been actually astonished by the different countries that we are able to reach people in the different parts of the world. I could have never imagined, maybe Marcos would, I could have never imagined that people in such diverse parts of the world will be interested in flamenco. It just goes to show that we're probably doing something good, something to your interest. If you would like to keep in touch and tell us what you think, culturepodcasts at gmail.com is our email address. You could write us on that. Or if you'd like a shorter message, or would you like to check out what we're putting out on Twitter, at Flamenco Pod is where you can find us. And uh, I've been actually really pleased recently with the comments you've been leaving us on there. So thank you so much. It's, it's gathering very nice momentum. Where would we be if we don't go forward? Well, probably nowhere. That's why today we're going to cover the future so-called of Flamenco. And this is, of course, the young artists. Because you know how much we love and respect, obviously, the greats like Camarón de la Isla or Diego del Gastor, just as an example, or um, La Paquera. These are just a few examples of uh, incredible artists that made flamenco what it is today and bedazzled it and just made it the genre that it is. However, obviously, we have to look to the future and we have to support the people that, you know, come up now uh, and see what they can do for the genre as well. So without any further ado, we're diving into this episode recommended by a member of the audience. This is Flamenco Young Artists. Yeah, I mean, you were almost saying that flamenco is universal, universal, because it's in all different countries. Um, we start off, I think, with a point in, in maybe the late 60s where people were concerned, uh, are there any more young artists coming through? Well, are you still concerned? Because no, you no. have to agree that, you no, know, it's no, not because a genre. There was a revolution. Yeah. And a man came along called Camarón de la Isla. Oh, we've heard of him yeah. on occasion. And he, you know, the expression is he took the, the, the canty, the song, back to the streets. Because what was happening in the 60s, it, it had become almost an academic thing studied by people in universities yeah. and all the artists were of a certain age. Flamenco will never die, but I think what happened there was Camarón came and it changed everything. 
his work with Paco de Lucia, his work in the studio, creating studio albums, encourage young people. So I see young people, you know, even a few months ago when I was in Andalusia, yeah. they drive around in their cars. And they blast Gabara. <laughs> when, when, you, when you first told me about this, I almost couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because, you know, this, this doesn't happen anymore. No. So, but it's, so. it's absolutely incredible. You usually hear this with charting music. You know, when people blasted out loud. Yeah. How young was he when he revolutionized for me? Well, he would be uh, about 18, but he really comes to, to the fore and starts really making a, an impression when he's about 23. Yeah. And of course, it's not just about the way he's doing flamenco, different tones. He really believed in it. Yeah, Look, it, yeah but also I think what you like is his outfits, his dress. Well, I'm a sucker for a good outfit, you know. He brought a new image yeah. to, to, to flamenco. So he is a model for what we call the, the young flamenco people of today. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's because he was um, kind of combining tradition with the new wave? Yeah, I mean, people, he, he was heavily criticised for being... Yeah, that's actually very, interesting. Uh, yeah. But he, his attitude was he, he was very, very traditional. And if you analyse his actual records, they are, contrary to popular opinion, very, very traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let's not forget that he's the artist that explored every single subgenre yeah. of song. Yeah. He had to get everyone down. He had to get it. When he heard there was a man in a village that sang a particular oh. thing, he drove there to record him as you know he had a, a massive collection of tape recorders yeah he was mad on tape recorders he also smoked a lot of cigarettes along that you showed me <laughs> pictures of it but that's for another episode yeah. now let's uh talk about then um about people who are actually up and coming where would we be if we don't have a good record label so you're going to talk to me about uh, a person who actually supported a lot of young artists and pioneered them someone you've met yeah uh, mario pacheco in in the 90s he he launched a label um <clears throat> nuevos medios which he was putting out punk artists and flamenco artists how did that blend well <laughs> i mean it's a very a very interesting yeah. man because he had heard flamenco living with his father in, in madrid and all that kind of coming across the radio and all of this and then he'd gone to london as a photographer to work for various companies island records and then he wanted to launch a label and he brought some incredible people, uh, young people, you know, Pata Negra, uh, Rafael Riquelli. Pata all, Negra, yeah, yeah, remember, He gave them yeah. a contract and brought out vinyl, you know, beautiful records, beautifully done. And this was the start of uh, young artists coming to the fore yeah. through the 90s and into the... In, and of course, another one he, he gave, uh, Tomatito. He gave Tomatito. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of my favourite no. records, and I'm going to, you're going to say what you're going to recommend, and I'm going to say Barrio Negro, the tangos on that straight I in. Faithfully <laughs> promise I'm going to play it, but um, wasn't Tomatito a sort of an established person by then? Well, not with not with an uh, not album. solo, not I with guess. A, not, not yeah, solo albums. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that really important for him to get through? Uh, well, I think so. I mean, and he made a number of records for for Mario, and and so did all the great artists. So, you know, Abishwela. Pepe. Pepe Abishwela, mm. exactly, you know. I mean, there's another one you could play. Here, here's Solia from um, Armandelli. Oh another my God. album. You're taking that. over everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, let's then, actually, I'm going to treat you to. I'm going to let you off this time. We're going to play uh, for our listeners on Spotify 
By the way, yes, uh, you probably listen to us on various platforms, only on Spotify. At the moment, you can hear also music that we've chosen. Uh, let's see where the podcast takes us. Maybe one day we'll be, maybe one day, Marcos, we'll be able to actually broadcast live the podcast wow. with an actual singers and that. Can you imagine? Yes. That? Well, I mean, we could probably do it next June when we're, we're putting on this flamenco oh, festival. That, that will be such a good idea, yeah. actually. Yeah. Don't let me daydream too much. <laughs> so let's hear Barrio Negro by Tomatito and what else did you I want to hear? I think anything from Pepe Abasuela from uh, Armandelli. He, probably he, maybe his Soleá, which is beautiful. Now you have a lot of memories from, obviously you going to Andalusia, uh, but you have a specific one from Seville yeah. where you met two uh, young guitarists yeah. and it's important to meet people who play music isn't it yeah now I mean this is going to a, a concert a very very long time ago yeah and where you worry whether there is any young artists I do <laughs> these two boys appeared in this concert and they must have been I don't know eight or ten something like that one of them is now one of the best guitarists around uh Nino de, de la Pura, um, and then Antonio Suarez. And I was absolutely knocked out because <laughs> they were mm. very small. And, yeah. But their technique was incredible. Yeah, so I, it, it reassured me that, that nobody needs to worry that there aren't going to be flamenco people carrying on. Well, do you know why, let's say, a person like me worries? Because I listen to a lot of different music and... As you can imagine, you know, when you go on to, let's say, charting music or music that is popular, you don't see really flamenco artists, but would you like to see them becoming that popular? That's the other argument, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting argument, actually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I used to, as you know, present world music programs. Yes, yeah. and, and I, I used to Which say. Which was to, excellent. Yeah. I used to yeah. say to people, well, you know, um, I specialize in unpopular music. <laughs> You're very proud of it, by the way. Yes. You, this is not a joke. You're very yeah, proud of the fact that you, you specialize in music that not everyone likes. Yeah, I mean, people used to say to me, you'd hate it if flamenco became very popular. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it getting too popular. Do you think if it becomes too popular, it will lose its magic? Yes, I think it would. But it, it never will because it, it only appeals to a certain group of people um you know <clears throat> whether they're young or old it's it's a particular thing well let me then ask this question if you can go back to when you started out flamenco um you discovered it and yeah. you were a young man what attracted you to it because that could be a key to why young people could be attracted to flamenco now well i think what initially attracted me to it was the techniques on the guitar because the techniques are very uh complex yeah, of course. and they're difficult to learn. Uh, initially one tends to not understand or love the song that much and then within a year or two you become more interested in the canti, the song, than, I than am, the guitar. I do, yeah. If you have to be honest I'm more interested in lyrics. Uh, that doesn't yeah. mean that I can't appreciate the, the guitar playing yeah. which is massively important yeah. of course, the melody is very but important. But you have to find your way. You have to find your way, yeah. Some people could be interested only in the dancing, yeah. you know, it's, um, or, or how people are dressed, you know, from the passion point of view. Um, and so when you um, saw Nino de la Pura and Antonio Suarez, what was your impression? Were they trying to 
kind of keep up with the genre or do something of their own? Oh, very much of their own. And yeah. you have this tradition in, in flamenco in the bigger concerts that early in the night, some younger artists come on yeah. and perform before. You know, this is what I used to say to people. They say, oh, I've um, <clears throat> I've come to see Camarón, you know, and it would be like 12 o'clock at night. And I said, well... You might have to wait till three or four. <laughs> <laughs> or dare we say, <laughs> early doors. <laughs> he doesn't come on till why, the end. Why right? was that? Well, it's the, it's the pecking order, isn't of it? Of course, yeah. Mm. No, but do you know, there is a pecking order and then there is an order on top of that where the artist would like to delay a little yeah. bit further. Well, it's, a, it's, it's sort of, a, there's a parallel with, with, with the Jimi Hendrix at oh, Woodstock yeah. when they said to him, look, you know, can't you play in the evening? Because oh, no. we're so behind. And he said, yeah. no, no, I come on last. But they said, yeah, but that will be in the early morning. That's fine. When everyone's... Yeah. Yeah, I'm no. good, good, good with that. <laughs> but people stayed. Yes. People stayed. Yeah. This is the incredible yeah. thing. Well, do you have something from Nino and Antonio that we can... Well, I mean, any... any you, won't, you won't find Antonio Suarez. I don't, but okay. uh, Nino de, uh, de Pobre, there's loads of, uh, loads of examples. I mean, he's very good at Uleria. He is good at that. Yeah. You've probably attended thousands of concerts. Some of them really big with large audiences, some of them quite intimate. Um, but you have a specific concert that you attended in Montellano. Yeah. For the so-called non-consegrados. Non-consegrado, yeah. Um, these are artists that haven't met, you know, they're young, very young. I went to this concert in Montellano and what made me laugh was um, it was very cheap to get in but some people said how much you know and they said oh uh, five euro and, and you're thinking well that's nothing that is nothing no. yeah. um, it was a lovely lovely night and under the carpa and uh, the atmosphere was fantastic you had some wonderful young guitarists and what I liked about it was uh, although they had a very modern uh, hairstyle which like you know, and everything <laughs> yeah. they had on their guitars proper sequillas and the pegs the oh. clavicas on that you know so they had to have all the right stuff you yeah? properly yeah, yeah you you yeah. properly loved yeah. it and then. they were walking around the the, the, the compound before that you know and they were very keen putting it on a yeah, little bit yeah. <laughs> and they they were they were absolutely fantastic and so it showed that there are you know, this was a whole night, so you're talking about, I don't know, 20 artists at least that are all, they were about 20 and under. So there was no shortage of, of young people. Uh, some of them have been competition winners. Yeah. Yeah, it's been absolutely incredible. Have you ever been to one of those concerts? Maybe not necessarily this one or you know, non concerts but... Have you ever been to a concert where you encountered a young artist, unknown, just coming out, and then they became quite well known? Have you known somebody from such early days? Mm, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, mm, I, I'm not sure I, I could say I have, yeah. actually, because they, they, these people emerge... Um, from everywhere. From everywhere. Yeah. Um, sadly, many of them... Or however brilliant, they don't go on to become, yeah, yeah. you know. That, uh, there are no. probably a lot of undiscovered brilliant artists. Yeah. Throughout. Uh, and then you get a, a situation, particularly with guitarists, where they, they tend to peak and they make one, you know, really good record. Yeah. But then they don't seem to move on from that. 
yeah. to do, develop anything else. Yeah. And they carry on playing those same yeah. licks. You have to look up to Paco de Lucia, who never stops. No, well, well, that's that's another another league. Of course, yeah, yeah. But 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 don't you think if people have um, those artists to look up to, they can use them as a, you know, a mentor? Oh, yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when Paco started bringing out all his new ways, yeah, these young people spent Went crazy. hours learning the whole thing. You spent hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. Like, don't tell me you did. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what happened is, you, one of his records comes out, and then you think, I don't understand what's <laughs> happening here. I don't get this, and then you have to spend hours days. trying to yeah, yeah days and days and days working out what is going on in in that because he transformed the thing so much. Yeah, and there's it's fair to say that there is a lot of effort put. It's not just talent. There is actually a lot of effort you have to put into the art, just like he did. Um, okay, I don't think we obviously these artists were not uh, signed up as 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 an artist. But what could we play as a mood from that night? Well, <clears throat> one of them I think was related to Terimoto. Mm. Oh yeah. The good old one earth shaker. The, one, one, of, one of the guitarists, so that yeah. might be something you could put That in. could be something nice. It's incredible that next year, in summer, you're going to actually host on your flamenco festival a new singer coming out. It's incredible that you're trusting her with something that, you know, you're mm. putting up. Um, so her name is Maria Jesus Bernal. Yeah. So why, why did you choose her? Well, she start, she's a very young artist. She's absolutely incredible. And she started working with a good friend of mine, Ignacio de Amparo, a Morong guitarist. So it's bringing together the guitar of Morong and the tradition of La Puebla, Puebla de Casaya, which is the most amazing mm. hardcore flamenco town. I was there this year um, watching them rehearse, baking hot day. Mm. And uh, she's got a lovely little studio just off the main street. Where her husband is like an engineer of music and things like that. And um, she is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And I would say that she's one of the big stars of the future. She, you know, she's so dedicated. And of course, there's a whole tradition from uh, that area of great singers like Manesse. You know, this place has always produced the top singing people it's, hardcore it's, it's it's so it's so incredible that there is there is a place yeah there are place because oh yeah well there's, you know we say you know there's villages with exactly. con and villages sin without un pueblo con un pueblo sin could someone ever emerge from pueblo sin uh, yeah but with difficulty mm. tradition is not there i no. suppose i mean i i spend a lot of time in in sin pueblos and and people want me to play but i never get to find <laughs> anybody to play with or a, a singer because they yeah. just don't have it just doesn't happen it, so the you know andalusia is quite an interesting place in that way in all the different provinces you know you've got these hardcore flamenco places and then you've got other places where the people appreciate flamenco but they can't do it and have got no intention of doing yeah, it yeah 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 well i suppose you do have to have the tradition um of somebody actually being from there um and so when Maria, have you, have you actually 
figured out what she's going to sing for you? Have you gone well, that yeah. far? She, she'll start on uh, probably Sigaria. She's mm. very good at she, that. You're starting on that? Yeah. Let's start, let's go in hard. Oh, God. And then we can lighten up with a bit of tangos and then end off with some bulleria. Marcos, I don't, oh my God, this is quite, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit shocked by yeah. that. You're starting with the worst. Well, not the, the worst. The, the heaviest, the, yeah, I, I, I would yeah. put it the heaviest. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fairly normal. Okay. <laughs> well, you wanted us to start with a Gypsy King's rule. Nah, well, no, well, not probably something as <laughs> no. commercial, but I was thinking that at, at the very least you start with something like Fandang or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, she, she's good at that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's and good at Soleil. She's good at everything. Yeah. yeah, and this this may feel like a little bit of an advert, but obviously um, Marcus is putting on. Was it the fifth? This the fifth of June. Fifth of June. Yeah. Um, you're putting on this uh, concert in Oxford. Yeah, and the day before we will and be the in the university. It's, it's, it's like it's like a festival, yeah. mini festival, outdoor festival on the Sunday afternoon. Oh. Proper bringing Andalusia to Oxford. Yeah, is Maria excited because has she ever performed oh, yeah, outside? We, I mean, we, because we've all been going through this pandemic, we've had to uh, cancel it twice, don't you know? Mm. So she, I'm sure she's hoping nothing happens again so that she can come over. Yeah, yeah. And she's also lost uh, concerts in, in Andalusia of course, because it has been I the same sort of thing. I, I think things are even stricter. Yeah. So uh, there we but are. But she is one to look out for for the future, shall we say? Maria Jesus Bernal. I'm not even going to go there while you're so insistent <laughs> on saying her full name, but I've heard you have a CD from her. Yes, yeah. Do you think she would be online? I mean, I probably I could find something. I hope so. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, well, then I will try to find yeah. a nice fandango by her. From playing a guitar and singing flamenco to table football popped up in your notes. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible transition. Why is that? Yeah, but you were saying, do young people, you know, bother with flamenco? I do. Yeah. So I, I was in in the outskirts of Morong, and um, I went to a, a bar, and in the bar was a couple of very young boys playing table football. You know, they love that, and uh, I I ordered a drink, and the the bar owner said, Ah, you know, you're flamenco. I always get this, and I said, Well, you know. He said, mm, Definitely. Could, could you come and, and just please play with that little boy that's on the football table, you know, the football link? And uh, I said, well, no, I, not really, because I haven't got my guitar with me. You know? yeah. Oh, but come on, you know, be really good. So, as usual, I had to ask my poor, long-suffering wife yes. to travel back to I, the... I, I think I think we have to what's the word canonize her yeah. soon well, well I've overcome this problem now no, you by, by, by just having the thing with me all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so if you've got if you've got a guitar in a soft bag then you just put it on your back and yeah. wherever you go and then people say why are you bringing that I, I, because every time I don't bring it, it it lands me in difficulty that has to be anyway um, this boy came over he was very excited and we did about three numbers and it was everybody in the bar was like wow you know and he i mean he he was probably i don't know 10 11 something like was that he good? yeah and he's singing beautiful and then he, he just sort of ended and he just went back to the to the football table you know mm. and it was just one of these 
things in the, you know if ever you want to get into the roots of flamenco there is a boy in a bar Somewhere. playing table football and, and he can sing he can yeah. sing flamenco so there's your answer you know yeah yeah quite incredible what did you play that day well we started with solia um, we did a little bit of cigaria and i think we did uh, tangos and buleria you always actually insist on playing cigarettes i do well i mean it it makes people in the bar realize that we're not messing about yeah, yeah because that's not a genre people know about no. and it's hardcore you know and people respect it and they and they stop they tend to not make too much noise when you do that they realize mm -hmm. it's and it's usually about very serious subjects. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. it's serious. I'm going to try to find yeah. one for this segment. Yeah. Not only little boys, but little girls as well have been charmed by your playing <laughs> and have been um, inspired by your playing. And you, you have contributed to them. So tell me about this yeah, one. Yeah, because you were saying to me, why aren't there any uh, female flamenco I guitarists? did. Uh, and uh, do, do you know what? We're going to discuss this at some point because I remember the article I, I read yeah. um, as preparation for my uh, uploading of the podcast that day. There were a huge number of flamenco female guitarists and I chose one. Yeah. The name escapes me at the moment, but I chose one. But there were others, so maybe we could actually revisit that at yeah. some point. Well, I mean, what happens in, in, in Moron, Ignacio, who we've talked about, Ignacio de Amparo, one of the great guitarists of Moron from the Diego yeah. del Gastor tradition, he uh, gives lessons uh, in, in the evening, in the early evening, in his workshop. And um, I went there one day, and there was quite a few... Uh, men, of course, you know, all playing guitar. But then there was this little girl, you know, and she was sort of very young and almost not being noticed, you know, oh. because she was behind all the things, you know. And and I, and I said... And she was like the Camarona <laughs> from where yeah. the videos that you showed me so when I, she was small. Yeah, so I just showed her a few little bits and her face lit up. Uh. She, she, she thought it was fantastic, you know. And so there are girls of... I, I couldn't like to say exactly what age she was, but certainly no more than 10. So and there she was. I mean, the guitar seemed very large for her, you know, that she was playing, you know. And very keen to practice, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, what made her decide to go there for lessons? So she must be keen on it. Yeah. Um, was, the, was the family there? No. No, just... Just her going yeah, for lessons. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Did you talk to her about why she loves it? No, because, because they were all practicing and everything. That ah, was good. Yeah. They're all in a very, you know, but I, I was just, I said, I just showed her a few chords. And yeah. What to do. yeah. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Well done. There was also um, a flamenco, one of the many flamenco parties that you attended. Yeah. Uh, Frida was or, or, with or you. Or caused. Mm. Did you cause it? Yes. <laughs> You're so happy, but but of course Frida was with you, and uh, what happened is what I want to know, uh, because there was a, again a young artist involved. Yeah, I mean, I started playing uh, the guitar. This is out in the street about I don't know ten o'clock, and then by midnight, more and more people were coming, and it would, the crowd got bigger and bigger. All artists, flamenco artists. But the, in, the the amazing moment is, as in you, and you'll probably put um, this on the yeah. website, is when yeah. they brought a little boy and they lifted him up onto the stool to play. His feet are squeaking off that <laughs> chair. <laughs> Bless him. Now he's a sweet kid. So again, it was a good example of um, 
there are yeah, very young people. I mean, you can see from from the drawing. He, he, I don't know. What would you say? Eight or something like that. Probably, yeah. I'd say yeah. so. And uh, it was an, a magical night. The, I mean, when he came, that would be about like two or three in the morning. Yeah, and he comes. I think he'd come with a party from La Puebla. We're talking about La Puebla. I think he'd come over from a, from a concert from there. So they brought him because I was playing. They wanted him to to perform with everybody around. And again, it was a good example of a very young person uh, playing the guitar. Yeah. yeah. So you do you think that more people are actually keen on playing rather than singing? Then. No, I think the singing will always be more important. Yeah. The canty is the essence of flamenco, so singing is far more yeah. important. But you've encountered more people play. Yeah, um, maybe it's 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 easier for. I mean, many people can manage to learn the guitar, but to learn, to learn the, the singing, singing is another. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. No, I can understand. Well, you played also for some people in Jimena. Did yeah, they I sing? Mean, yeah. Were they singers? Yeah, they were them? singers. Yeah, these were very young people. Imagine I'm traipsing up. Jimena is a is a mountain pueblo, you know, so the, the the walk from the railway station to the village is not an easy one. Uh, it is uh, quite arduous, and it's also hot. It's always very hot, and you've got the guitar on your back. So I'm coming up the hill, and the people, these young people, young girl and boy, they see me. Oh, ha Come on, you flamenco, uh, flamenco, <laughs> and so you think, okay, well, fair enough. We need to stop and have a drink anyway, so we might as well just. Uh, stop halfway and they were very young and uh, I, I started uh, playing with with this girl and 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 this young boy and it's it all went very well but there's always a thing that you get you bear in mind you know I'd never met these people before right and they have singers have a habit with with everybody of saying oh no 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 you're doing it all oh, wrong yeah, you're doing it all wrong right yeah <laughs> You've never done anything right, have no, you? No, yeah. and then you could do the same thing on another occasion and you'd be doing it all perfect. And think, but, but, but why <laughs> is that? Why I, is that? I, I don't know. I, I've seen Camarón like that with, with, with his guitar. Yeah, but Camarón yeah. is Camarón. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a thing that singers yeah. go, no, 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 it's, it's, it's all wrong. Is there a possibility that they're wrong? Well, <laughs> but we can't say that, can we? <laughs> I, listen, I personally can't, you know, because I, I, I they're don't... They're in charge. You see, that's the that's, that's, the, a dangerous that's the way it works. You know, the singer is you're accompanying the singer. You're not doing your own concert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I need just to say some singers have tried to do their own concerts, yeah. but um, this is for another day. In, in the same way, it. some guitarists try when they're accompanying to just do a concert. And what happened? No. Okay, <laughs> this is a subject for another podcast <laughs> episode. Um, but, of course, um, one of the people that we have talked about, well, two uh, two people that we've really talked about are coming up, but one yeah. of them is um, gu uh, guitarist Antonio Ray. Yeah, yeah. And you think that he would be a yeah, star, yeah. If, you, if not already. Yeah, I mean, what we're talking about there is... <clears throat> young people who are now dominating the you know the new generation yeah. of the guitar, yeah, because you know we've had our tomatitos, we've had all these different people. So Antonio Rey, um, and he's bound to have a, a track on on that. He uh, will. Yeah. I mean, Bulleria, I think you know. Um, he's a he's a brilliant uh, player, and it will show you how what things have moved on so much from uh, Nino Ricardo to Paco de Lucia, Paco de Lucia to Tomatito, and now we're into it. A further development 
of, of the flamenco. Well, guitar. I think that the 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 clue is in the title because he's called Ray yeah. in the end of the day. So, um, have you met Antonio? No. Would no. you like to meet? What I'd like to do is to get his new record. Yeah. That, that, he has that, a new that record. My wife has promised to get me. Maybe Christmas. Christmas is coming. So. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Um, okay, yeah, we're going to play something by him, yeah. if possible, here. And somebody, of course, that we've talked about many times and you're personally connected to because yeah. of his... Because uh, of his uh, father. Is Erika Pinochico, Erika Pinochico, even. Um, you have met him, no doubt. Yes, and, um, uh, you know, I mean, I, I spent a long time w w with uh, Rancapino. Uh, and his uh, his son is now becoming one of the real greats. He's got a new record out. So he really followed his father's yeah. footsteps. Yeah, he's got he's got a fantastic uh, record out. Um, I have got that one. And have you talked to Rancapino himself about where Ijo is going? I haven't actually. No. Um, <clears throat> he probably never shared. No. Um, Ranca is is a is a wonderful man. He doesn't really discuss this type of stuff. You know, they're very you know mild people very humid you know they uh, they they don't brag about what they're doing no no bragging but you know just to say i think my son will carry on or anything yeah. oh like well, he's that. doing that beyond doubt he if you know we talked about the guitar now if we talk about the canty rancapino's son is going to be or is already one of the all-time greats of the young. how generation. much do you think he's influenced by his father oh massive Massive, yeah. But it's not a copy, I don't suppose. No, no he's, doing, he's doing his own thing, but I mean, you know, <laughs> it is a bit of an advantage having uh, Ranker as your well, father. Well, do you know what? I, I, would, I would have, but still, you need the talent. Yeah. Because um, obviously, I have you as a teacher, but I can't play the guitar. Yeah. I'm not sure what that says about the guitar that we, we could have learned, but anyway. Uh, what can we hear from Ranker Pinoijo? Again, I think. Solia. Something that was always interesting to me, and we've we've had discussions in the past with you. How do you do a degree and a doctorate in flamenco? Because in your opinion, this is something that you learn. This is something that you do. This is not something that you study necessarily. Yeah. Well. But it happens. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about um, somebody that uh, I, I, I know quite well, Jero, Jero yeah. Ferric. He was a, a student at Oxford University, uh, not doing uh, flamenco, obviously, for his degree then. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a great player. And at St. Catherine's College, which was his college, he put on some wonderful uh, flamenco concerts, mm. bringing artists from Sevilla, etc., and accompanying them and playing. Um, and uh, I think he's, a, he's an ambassador for the, the guitars we were talking about, the Bernal guitars and everything. And um, he's made some nice records. And he's actually uh, done a master's or he's doing a doctorate in, in Barcelona. So he is, you know, he's not one of these people that's just an academic. Yeah. He can play he can. very but well. See, this is what I really respect because yeah. we've talked about it. Yeah. You don't really study flamenco without no. living it. No. Would you? I think you would agree on that. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you have to either be a singer or a dancer or an artist yeah. 
you can't just sit down and oh i have a big book here let me see on page whatever yeah, yeah. i'm going to learn about yeah. that well what i liked about hero because he's a very young man he said to me well when you wrote your book on Cameroon, yeah uh, that was in 2007 he would have been very young then he said i went out and, and got it straight away and read it straight through mm. yeah and uh, and he's gone on to be a, a very good player and obviously he's making his way in the, the academic world of, of flamencology or whatever you want to call it. Flamencology? Yeah. Do you think he's one of the people who kind of uh, pioneered this? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very much so. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it's great with him because the problem with this can be um, people that just study it and they can't really do it. And I think that's always yeah, a bit... but this is what I this is yeah. what I mean. You yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily take this seriously because Flamenco you have to really live it. You live it every day. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember, by the way, first when I met Marcos, he used to say, "Flamenco, we live for it every, every day. day." And you were really like keen on it. Yeah. Um, it's true. I mean, last night I I was playing. We put some stuff on. And then I, I accompany whatever's on at the same exactly. time. Exactly. What happened a week <laughs> ago, what happened a week ago, yeah. you put on, because we were talking about the archive films. Yeah. You put on somebody who was playing on this film yeah. and you whipped out your yeah. guitar to my amazement. And you started accompanying the person. Yeah, you have to quickly get the tone. <laughs> yes. And then like, feed him. My wife say, oh, no, he's got this here on yeah, number three yeah, or number yeah, four. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Get it on quickly. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's gone very far as well, hasn't she, in terms of yeah. learning the music oh, part of it? Awful lot. I mean, she, can, so she can sing uh, some styles now. Yeah. And the people were quite impressed actually when she Aww. did it in, in Andalusia, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. She's a good singer, but she started to develop into how to do the Of flamenco. course, yeah. Mm -hmm. It takes practice. Yeah. It takes a lot of practice. Now we have a lot of time for Frida. Then who is uh, th that's a name that I didn't recognise for Arquito. Arquito, yeah. Yeah. Who is he? Well he he's the he's comes from the great generation of, of Furuku. I mean he's one of probably the best young dancer that yeah. we have today um, remarkable talent um, you know if you ever get a chance to see him we can't really recommend a track because obviously yeah, it's, it's, no, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend a track but, uh, <laughs> no we say this but there are, there are records of, of famous dancers from in the past you know where, um, maybe he has got some records out that I don't know about but um, he, he's a he can't and he's, he's often come I mean he's a world artist so he's definitely the new generation of dancers. Where is he from? Well, he'd come from Seville. Yeah, Seville does have a a good foundation for yeah. dance. Is he? Or Triana. Or Triana. Yeah. yeah. Is he the new Antonio Garrix? Very, very, very different. Future Antonio. Very different um, approach to 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 flamenco. Garrix is more. Um, the concert type of um, performance, ballet type of way. ballet, yeah. yeah. Whereas this one is far more the more raw type of flamenco, yeah. From, yeah? yeah, yeah, very different, yeah. Which leads us nicely on to um, a new school that's going to be established or has been established yeah. in Moron. Nazareth is called, yeah, Rafa de Otrera, yeah. I mean, Rafa de Otrera. He, he set up a lovely school. Uh, Nazareth, 
uh, is one of one. Of, I mean, the, people think of Morong as just the guitar, but they they have got strength in other areas. The dance, like with Nadare and Rafael Utrera, has set up uh, a wonderful thing. Uh, it looks like it was in what was probably before a huge garage. I don't know, mm-hmm. but when you walk past there, it, it, down the streets of Morong, you hear the dancing and the guitar coming out yes of the of the windows and the doors and so they have live accompanying with oh yeah, yeah. oh my oh, god yeah, 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 yeah it's proper then yeah. have you been there yet i've only just looked through the side you should go <laughs> in <laughs> but do you know rafa personally i don't know i've i've said hello to him many times outside the the uh, the Peña flying cat there um, but I don't know him personally. No, no. no really met him. Mm. Uh, so that sounds like a good initiative. Are there other schools, notable schools that are coming up? Or young well, people? I mean, obviously, Savidja, its yeah. capital is always going to be the one of the big places for learning dance. Yeah? But what I will end with is... I will end with one can, question oh, after okay, that. I'll say one thing is where you can't really learn the kanti, can you? That doesn't seem to be something that... I think it's something you learn from... You know, you can go to an academy for the guitar, an academy of, of the dance. dance, but the singing is a little more difficult. I think. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I think I'm going to end with a question that I really wanted to ask you. Why do you like supporting young uh, flamenco artists in any type of way, dancers or singers or guitars? Well, because it reassures me in my old age that um, it will keep going Stop and it. there'll be another generation because they will have children and they'll carry it on. And that's the way flamenco has really survived with the great dynasties that have carried on. The odd new people come into it that maybe didn't have family that was involved in it. But one thing's for sure, and, you know, I'll tell you this straight. People used to say to me, you know, in the 70s, oh, flamenco is dead, it's never going to... You know, no, so it will never die. There will always be that little boy on the street playing the guitar or a young female singer singing in a bar. Thank you very much for joining us uh, for yet another episode. And I have to say, obviously, you just heard it. That was one of the best finishes I've ever heard from Marcos. Makes me really emotional because I can actually picture a little boy and a little girl practicing their art somewhere. Um, And I do hope that you agree with us. Uh, We really love supporting not only uh, established artists, but also up and coming artists looking into their art and Hopefully, hopefully, those of you who practice in a way as well found it interesting. You agree with some things. We would like to hear from you. Actually, if you're if you're an up and coming artist or you're just discovering flamenco, write to us. Tell us what you think. Are we right? Are we wrong? You know, what do you think about the future of flamenco and um, the way young artists should be supported? What would you like, for example, to see in terms of support? Uh, you can do this, culturepodcast.gmail.com is the best email. At FlamencoPod is where we upload a lot of things. Um, and I'm going to hopefully replenish it soon with more pictures and videos and all sorts. But until the next time, whether you listen to, play or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat. <laughs>